talk shit with P. So, you know, I'm a big sucker for strongest women and men too out there. So, um, I'm big on anybody who has um, gone through something and they don't see themselves as a victim and they get through it and they share their stories to the world because um, I realized a lot of us have similar stories. Some just scared to share them. Some feel alone. So it's always nice to hear people sharing their stories. You never know who is helping out there. Today with me, I have a very special lady who has been my Instagram friend for for too long. <laughs> we live in the same state, yet to meet. But she finally shared a story Um with breast cancer and um as you know during uh, september and october i took a break so i missed breast cancer but i was like yeah we still gonna share the story over here <laughs> so i would like for her to introduce herself and we'll get down to business please let oh, my right. listeners know who you are hey listeners i'm new to this so <laughs> be be cautious with me because i'm not used to speaking out but I'm Mac, and I am here to speak with my story. So if you don't follow me, then, I mean, hey, I'm Mac versus Brandy. Well, Mac is Brandy on Instagram. (laughs) A Touch of Brandy is my hair page, and Twitter is Mac versus Brandy. Oh, yeah, she does amazing hair. I can't wait for my hair to grow so I can finally get her to do my hair. Yes. Anybody in the Atlanta area. I will put up our information, look her up. All right, so how are you doing today? I am fine. I tried to do a little little sneak of Christmas shopping, get some things out the way, so was able to run to the mall, and I'm back at the house now. (laughs) I hear you. I work for Homegoods, and I just came home with a Christmas tree. I was like, this year I'm going to decorate. Yes, (laughs) let's decorate. Let's decorate. I can't put my tree up until after Thanksgiving. Girlfriend said I have to wait, so I got a couple, got about a week and a half before I decorate. (laughs) It's close. That's just next week, so you're almost there. (laughs) Yes, I'm excited. Now, one thing I want to know. I know you're not from Atlanta. Where exactly are you from? I'm actually from Jersey. Jersey. Yeah, so we have a Jersey guy in here. I'm a Jersey girl. <laughs> and how long have you been in ATL? I've been in Atlanta for five years. My five-year mark was just September. But Georgia-wise, I've been in Georgia for, I took off four years. So about 16, 17 years now. Nice. I'm getting on my sixth mark in Actually, this month is my sixth month. <laughs> nice. Congrats. Congrats. We're making history, okay? All right. <laughs> so we're going to ask you, um, I'd like you to share with us your story. Like, how did you find out about your love? I know it was eight years ago, but mm-hmm. let us know. What, like, how did you get until to realize what's happening? So, um, I have a thing. Cancer actually runs in my family. One, um, I lost a few people to cancer and we also have another, um, another little hereditary thing. We get cysts, like we get them like under our underarms, we get them on our face. Like we just get cysts. Like it's just hereditary for like all of us. And, um, so 
I want to say in 2010, I've noticed like a small little lump, like right up underneath my boob. It was like a small little lump. It was like indented actually. And I didn't really pay no attention. I'm just like, okay, well, it's probably just something. And then a couple months later, it started to actually push out just a little bit and cause a little bit of pain. So my mom works in the medical field. So I normally get my mom to even, even with me being a whole adult, I still get my mom be like, hey, mom, here, check my boobies, like, touch on me. <laughs> so I normally get my mom, my mom always does a little check and whatever, and she was like, well, I don't feel nothing, nothing crazy out the way. So um, I went off to Job Corp, and while I was in Job Corp, the little cyst, at, well, the lump, because I didn't know it was a cyst at the time, it actually got a little bigger. So I'm just like, okay, this is causing me pain went to the doctor they were just like oh no it's probably just a little a little bite so i'm like okay well whatever push fast forward throughout the year when i moved back home to jersey i um i went to get my regular checkup and whatever and the doctor at the time said that he wanted to schedule me to get it removed because he said it was a um i forget the it wasn't a liquid cyst it was actually like a hard cyst so they had to actually go in and cut it out instead of sucking it yeah so they actually had to cut me a little bit it wasn't nothing major um because it was small so I want to say it was probably about a quarter of an inch cut so it was it was very minor and um so what they did was what they took out they went and used up underneath the microscope and when I went back to get my stitches taken out that's when they told me that I had a rare so back to the story, you guys. Look, I love a good chat, okay? Oh, um, me too. I can, <laughs> I can talk all day. <laughs> Listen, guys, uh, we had technical difficulties, and then now we are back, but we have been recording for six minutes, and six minutes has been me and Mark just, yes, just talking. talking. <laughs> but it all is right. a podcast called Talk Shit, so, you know. There we go. Talk shit, okay? <laughs> all right, so... So they um so yeah they they took um whatever the little stuff is from the cyst out and they went under the microscope and I went back for my two week checkup for them to check my stitches and um see what else is going on from there and they told my mom at the time that it was a rare it was a rare skin disease but I'm like it's a rare skin cancer but I'm like well that's kind of weird because even though you say rare and I understand the word rare but you're saying that it's a rare skin cancer but it's right here in my boob so is it like you're not trying to tell me the truth or you don't want to scare me so it's like which one is it so over time I'm just like well rare you normally would get it like in your your arm your leg somewhere else you're not gonna get a rare skin cancer in your boob just right there in your boob so um moving on from there they try to put me through chemo and all the good stuff but I didn't have insurance to pay for it so um they pushed me to a um a cosmetic surgeon who basically who works with cancer patients but basically people who have to pay out of pocket so I went there and it ended up to having to get four layers of skin tissue removed out of my boob and why is that is because they have to go every time they take a layer they look to see if there's any cancer still left in the skin and whatever so they had to take off four layers of skin tissue and I am left with a three inch scar underneath my left boob 
So that's my that's my survivor wound. Um, so me just basically schooling myself. I'm just like it's it's. I don't know if the doctor just didn't want to tell the truth or if he didn't want to make it seem bigger than what it was. Listen, I am, I tell people, oh, I'm like, I am just difficult. And look, boom, difficult. Just I, difficult. I swear, what's that you're saying now again? Huh? What's your saying? I'm a Gemini. Oh, shit. <laughs> yes, difficult. <laughs> In all ways possible. <laughs> okay, so, um, so yeah, so I did my research and um, just over time, like I'm not, I'm not ignorant to breast cancer because I've actually lost two people to breast cancer. I lost someone to lung cancer. I lost someone to colon cancer. So I'm not, I'm not ignorant to cancer itself. So over time, I'm like, I don't think that the doctor just wants to tell that it's just a, a minor case of breast cancer because I, it was a young age. I was what, 22, if I'm not mistaken. So it's like, okay jesus so um that's when you're supposed to be living it out exactly and it's it's crazy like i'm sitting here worried about like if i gotta go through chemo or like what's what's gonna go on but my mom told the doctor she said no it has to be another way around this i'm not allowing my child to go through chemo i know what chemo does to the body and i'm not just gonna allow that to happen so just over time i knew for sure that it was it was a minor case because even with them they were saying that it's benign, but with cancer running through my family, I knew for sure that it was it was a mild case of breast cancer. So um, just over time, instead of telling people that it was just like a rare skin disease, I started to label it as, yes, I had cancer removed out of my boob. And even with me telling people, yeah, the doctor said it's a rare skin cancer, but there, and everybody like, but in your boob exactly. and I'm like uh, that was my exact that was that was my reaction like exactly like what it, what it wasn't that you what couldn't you tell me like you just didn't want me to be scared or something so that's that's where I went from that and over time it's like yeah no it, it wasn't a, a rare case it was it was it wasn't a rare skin disease it was a rare case because it was so minor that it wasn't as big as they thought that it should be with most people so yeah so over time and it's still it's still sensitive sometimes like even when I tell people I'm as soon as I just like say yeah I had to go through this like sometimes I still tear up like I tear up even though it's been eight years but it is <laughs> it's part of you it's part of your journey part of your story mm -hmm. yeah like we always get emotional at certain things we talk about exactly you kind of when you talk about them even if it was eight years ago all those flash of everything you went through comes back. Mm -hmm. um, yep. My family, uh, my mom had breast cancer, but they got it on time. And I'm yes. grateful that um, my parents were very, yes. very informative. Like, yes. with not only cancer, but anything in our life. Like, mm -hmm. I grew up not being um, sugar-coated to, to, for the, like, they didn't make my life prettier by sugar coating things. They yeah. laid it out and they were also there as much as they could be supporting it. Mm -hmm. So it didn't feel like a kid, like my childhood was taken away from me because, you know, the other parents would do it in a way that you feel like you're child. Mm -hmm. But no. But I was grateful because as I was growing up, seeing my mom, I didn't physically see her go through it because um, yeah. 
Tanzania. Um, she did it in UK, so I wasn't there with her. Okay. She, uh, when she came back home, she did tell me that um, they got it, and um, she just has to do um, checkups every now and then to make sure mm-hmm. it doesn't come back and stuff. But then she also taught me how to to be aware of it because if she yep. had it, it could easily be possible that I would end up getting it. Right. Um. So every time I shower, like I caress my boobs. And, yeah. <laughs> and yep. You know, for the guys out there, it might seem um sexy and shit, but trust me, when you're doing it to check for land, it's far off from being sexy. <laughs> exactly. Because you're scared. Like you're scared. Like exactly. You're something. And yeah, I'm I'm and... I'm glad that she made it through, and I'm glad that even even just doing it in a shower because most most women is is scared. Like most women are scared to even try to check because they feel like soon as they find something they like oh my gosh should I go to the doctor oh my gosh like do you think that it's this oh my gosh and I'm like no like it's nothing it's, it's nothing to be scared of like it's, exactly. it's nothing to be scared of just check your boo and what, we, what, what, what they don't know is um, if you actually do check up the earlier they get it they can get it off earlier but yep. the more you don't check it it lasts there longer and that's how you end up losing a whole boo yep. but for me one time I actually didn't get as scared the one time I did feel like it was a little bit like a hump <laughs> and I called my boyfriend at that time of an ex and I was like, Can you check it? For for him he thought it was gonna be a whole sex in the bathroom thing. I was like, bruh, check if you can see it. He was like, I don't feel anything, you know, guys. Like I don't feel anything. I'm like, cool. But then I kept on like the whole day obsessing about it. Yeah. So I ended up um going to get a checker and they're like, No, you don't have anything, you're good. I was like, Oh, cool. And she was like I was like, oh, I'm sorry, I wasted your time. She was like, no, I'm glad you came in because at least you're checking. If it could have been there, that means it could have also been there like the early stages and you could have gotten mm-hmm. it off. So I'm glad I did and I still do. But what I would like to ask you, because mm-hmm. I know when, when I kind of found that stupid, whatever it was, which mm-hmm. made me think it was a love, I kind of <laughs> went cuckoo crazy. <laughs> How did you feel when you found out, you found your love and all that, your emotional wise and mental state? Um, well, when I found the lump, it was it was more of like confusion because it's like I'm just having random pains and it's just like I don't know if it was because at the time I was thinking that it could just be like pressure from the underwire bras. And I'm like, OK, well, I do sleep in my bra sometimes. Like, so it's like I feel like it's just pressure from that, but just like it's growing and knowing that it was a cyst. It's just like, OK, well, I'll just go to the doctor and see what they say. And then just getting that. It was kind of scary, but it was just like, I don't know, sometimes what, just with me being a Gemini is just like sometimes I'm, I'm, I'm up down. So it's like with him saying it, it scared my mom more than it scared me. <laughs> so I was really just kind of like just confused, like, huh? Because even with him saying the name, like, sir, I can't even pronounce that. So I'm just confused. <laughs> <laughs> I'm confused. Like, what is it? That's just the words. Yes, I'm like, I don't even know how to spell that. What what letter does it start with, sir? So it was just like, it was more confusion. And um, so when it was surgery time, it was like, okay, well, I guess we got to do this. So, and I don't, I think I was just more, I was tired when I went to the hospital. I actually was intoxicated the night before. So it was just like, 
Hey, you, more are, tired. you are 22, so listen. And my sister, time. yes, and my sister was just like, "Hey, let's take shots." And I'm like, "I got an appointment in the morning. I got to be to the hospital at 7:30. We on a porch at 12:30 at night." I'm like, "Girl, I gotta get up." So it was. I was just tired the next morning, so I wasn't scared. I wasn't none of that. I was just. I you was just tired. To get over it. Yeah. So I'm just like gonna start and then you know they did the IV and all that good stuff and I was just out woke up and got a nurse staring in my face I'm like oh it's over it's like I don't even remember falling asleep but it was it was really just more confusion but the the major the major surgery um that was that was the actual scary one because with them taking four layers I was I was awake the whole time so they numbed me of course, they numbed me, and each time that they would take a layer, I would have to basically wait for them to come back to say, oh, hey, we got to go in again, or, you know, that's the last one. So just going back and forth, it was just like, okay, so I'm just sitting here with an open booby, and <laughs> I'm just sitting here, just just out here, just like, okay, well, y'all going to come back and get me in. <laughs> I was I was I was nervous at that time for the major surgery. So that one that one was a little bit scary, but um I think I was more nervous of being able to see the wound itself, like the cut itself. It was it was really wide open. Like I was just impressed like how am I sitting here and y'all really just like just doing this? Like and I don't feel nothing. Like what? So that was the nervous part. I was actually scared that they wasn't going to be able to close up the the cut and I'm like that is wide like that is pretty wide and um I asked the nurse I said so is my titty gonna be like saggy <laughs> she, she was like it might it, it might have a little droop but you'll be fine so now I have like one boob that's like lower than the other one but you can't really tell unless you're staring at them but and now yeah, you're gonna so that... go look at all your pictures. <laughs> well, you can't you can't see it unless like I'm actually naked. So it won't show in the pictures, but it's like it's yeah. more so like honestly, sometimes I, I stand in the mirror. Like I, I stand that's that's one part that actually just gets me at all so times. So that's so next next summer when when, when we hang up by the pool. <laughs> when we hang up by the pool and no problem no problem <laughs> but that was that was the that was the emotional part like just just over time over time just um just looking at my boob and i'm like oh it actually sag and all my friends just be like well you know one of your boobs is bigger than the other one anyway like naturally and i'm like yeah but my boobs was the same size and now one sag just a little bit. So that was the emotional part, just over time, just like constantly just standing in the mirror and actually looking at my boobs like, yeah, y'all are different now. <laughs> this is a bit off topic. When you said all oh, your boobs were, actually I've never met, I know people say one is always big, uh, bigger than the other. And uh, the only reason I'm bringing this because we're already talking about breast cancer, so mm-hmm. it's easier to put it out there. But, <laughs> You say yours were always the same. I've never measured mine. Have you measured yours before? <laughs> no, what's funny is I haven't actually measured them. But how did you know they're all the same size? I just feel like when I look at my boobs, I just feel like they were the same size. <laughs> I'm like, they little, but I feel like they're the same size. <laughs> 
gotcha. So I was gonna ask you about the process and treatment you went through, which we kind of already talked a bit about. Mm-hmm. But I'm more curious since you kind of talked a, 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 a lot more about this. So when you say they left it open and kept on going and coming back, so you were in the operation room, like. So for the whole day, you just like how how many hours was that? That you just they just left you like that while they go and tested it. The skin. I want to say, I want to say, um, the process itself was probably about two hours. Um, because the doctor that was working on me, she only had just like two other patients that was there before me. Um, so she was actually doing surgeries, like cosmetic surgeries, gotcha. before me. So, um just over time so it was literally just like back and forth from like okay well we're gonna sit you here and we'll be back in a couple minutes so it wasn't like too long but with lab work and them just having to look up underneath the microscope of course you know you have to look a little bit closer and stuff so i want to say the process was probably about it was probably about two hours but it's not like my wound was just like open open they would um they would actually just stuff it with the gauze so that um the bleeding a little bit or anything but just the process I want to say it was about probably about like two and a half maybe three hours pushing but honestly just sitting there like just sitting there with my mom like she basically was talking to me the whole time and kind of just like distracted me with time but if I could if I could give an estimate I want to say it, it was about two and a half two and a half and the recovery time um the recovery time after after the surgery, I want to say um, three weeks. So when they stitched me up, they put dissolving stitches and um, stitches that actually have to, I have to go back and let them take it out, but they put more dissolving stitches than the regular stitches. So the healing time, I had to go back after three weeks. And then I want to say within about two to three months, after getting my stitches removed that's when my scar was kind of like it was healing more so healing time was about three months um but the pain just kind of like with the scar being like almost three inches it was it was still just a little bit painful over time because it was still healing so but healing time just like for the the scar itself to just kind of like dissolve just a tad bit it was about three months before it was fully fully closed um and then just over time it just started to heal slowly but surely so catch part two out on sunday Woo-hoo.